Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high-quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Yes, welcome to the show this Tuesday night. Oh, Dom, I hate to start. Yeah. Uh, Wednesday. Wednesday or Tuesday? Wednesday. Wednesday is it? It's Wednesday morning. Wednesday. First, disoriented because minutes in. what I'm about to say next is yep. just really throwing me off. I don't know where I am. I don't know what I'm feeling. What do you mean? Because I have received word, Dom, that you may have cheated on this radio show with another radio show. Uh, yeah, have you? What, what are you talking about? Uh, there's one rule that you learn at radio school mm. that neither Dom or I went to. <laughs> but that is, I think it shows you stay faithful to yeah. the radio show you're on. But I have heard through the grapevine mm. that you may have appeared on another radio show <laughs> oh boy. today, Dom. Okay. And um, possibly yes. under a different name. <laughs> this sounds like a scandal. Uh, I'm going to need to get some lawyers on the phone. I'm going to need to work out my legal defence. Um, I'm going to confront you before 1am. Like, and I want you to yeah. have some sort of defence. Have you got audio? Have you got proof? Have you got... What yeah, you there's got? audio. Oh, boy. All right. Okay, well, I got uh, the next hour to put my defence together. This is... Um, yeah, I swear it's not what it looks like, is my, <laughs> my first comment. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Trashy TV poetry. That's right, Dom. This is where we take the storylines, themes and characters from my favourite TV show, mm. A Current Affair, and we turn them into high-class art. Can I just say, before we get started tonight, it's a bit disappointing we're yet to hear from A Current Affair reaching out to show their appreciation for the no, segment. I think it's, you know, unsaid. Well, I, and also I suppose it would tarnish the art. if It would compromise the art if they were involved on an intricate level. Uh, I'll let you know what we mean. Our first poem this evening, mm. um, it's about a battle. A battle for the ages, Dom. Roses are red. Aussie culture reaches a great height. Now, the wannabe reality TV celebrities and their ugly courtroom catfight. <laughs> I love the gravity with which the reporter, and that doesn't sound like Tracy, no. by the way. That must be Tracy's Layla. Tracy's been off lately, actually. There's been a lot of people filling in. She's covering some big... She's about, She's working on something. There's a big story. I don't know what's going on, but there's a big story she's waiting to break. Well, there's been some big ones on there, Dom. Yeah. Uh, like love <laughs> at a discount price. Roses are red. This wedding will be one to adore. We begin tonight with that couple taking their love of Costco and each other to a whole new level, becoming the first Aussies to tie the knot in the supersized discount store. I couldn't really figure that one out. I think I think it was like a cross-promotion. Costco were really on board with it. Oh, right. Well, I can imagine. You say you want to have, get married in Costco. They're mm. probably going to jump on board with that. I, I don't understand why. They were having though. their reception there as well. Right. And in I like imagine... the food court area. Oh, really? Mm. Oh. Have you been to a Costco food court? No, I haven't. I've been of two Ikeas. Com- to be completely honest, better than some wedding reception food I've had. <laughs> really? So, you know what? That's not a, a good idea. Not an awful <laughs> idea. And it's great to know that the best journalists a current affair have mm. hopped in the car and drove out to Costco. You'd have to get your Costco membership card out because yep. they don't let you in without it. And covered the story. Just great journalism and great art. Our last poem this evening, Dom, is about uh, the classic Aussie attitude. (laughs) Roses are red. Some people are just so carefree. High current affair. They've arrested me. (laughs) (laughs) 
He was not bothered by his arrest at all. <laughs> Serious crime or misdemeanor? I don't know. His uh, <laughs> face was blurred, obviously. <laughs> The uh, the person who works blurring faces on a current affair has actually been in overtime lately. <laughs> They've been doing a lot. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, I got uh, into a little bit of an argument today um, with quite a passionate vegan. Yes. Um, vegans don't love me. I'll no, be, Dom. I'll put uh, that right uh, out there. I don't think, you know... Your lifestyle yes, would yes. fly in the face of a vegan. I might actually be, you know, I, I imagine when they're trying to talk to vegans about, you know, the the opposite of what they stand for. I might be the person they have on the poster. Yeah, you're the anti-vegan. Yeah, I uh, have a lot of dairy, eat a lot of meat, love cheese, love milk. Would you have any meal that didn't have uh, dairy or meat in it? Um, if it didn't, I would shortly afterwards add it, Yeah, okay. <laughs> I would imagine. And that's, look, it's it's not that I don't believe it's a great cause. I think people who want to, you know, protect, I guess, the environment a bit more and stand up for animals, like you're a vegetarian, Zach, I totally admire you. I just don't have the self-control to do it, right? I don't well, have it in I me. don't imagine the vegan would have really appreciated that <laughs> attitude either. Well, I was walking through the city, Zach, and, uh, and it was one of these stalls they've set up where they'll approach people and try to talk to them about veganism. Yep. Now, I did happen to be having a... I had a sausage in a bread roll. Yeah, that I not a good start. Much. Not a great start to walk up to the vegan with the sausage. And I think that was why this particular vegan targeted me. Yeah. Right? Because he saw the guy with the sausage and he thought, this is the person I'm converting today. Yep. Um, now, they had an interesting conversion technique. This is, you know, this is how they thought I, we can win people to veganism. In the past, maybe it's a flyer. Maybe it's, do you know what you're doing? Whatever. This was a unique one, a novel one. They said it, it had big signs. Watch this four minute film and we'll pay you $2. Oh, that's interesting. Have you seen this one around before? No. Yeah. So the idea is you'll go into, I think they, I, I didn't exactly look, but I think they'll give you like a phone and headphones or whatever. Yeah. You watch the film and if you watch it, you get your $2. So the guy said, Hey mate, do you want to watch this film for $2? Now, the funny thing is he didn't mention what the film was at first. Yeah. It's like, is this like a short film from a short film festival? Yeah. Or like he didn't say this is going to be a film of you know, basically the animal, the food industry. Um, and I was not keen to watch it. I mean, would you watch that in that scenario for the $2? Um, if a random person approached me and yeah. said, will you watch a video for $2? Mm. Probably not. Not interested. And, and he could tell that. So he started negotiating. I got him up to $5 for the four-minute film. Wow, over now, double. And this wasn't, I wasn't pushing back. He said, what if I gave you three? What about four? What about five? And he stopped at five. I don't think he wanted to move any further from a $5 note. But I just was not interested in watching it. Because if if this film is so powerful yeah. that they're willing to pay me $5 to watch it, it's not going to be a fun film. Do you know what I mean? No, I don't imagine it would be. I yeah. think they would go pretty hard. Yeah. Well, it's not going to be, hey, you know what? Everyone makes their own decisions. Do what's good for you. It's going to be pretty convincing, pretty convincing. So what happens when you say no? When I say no, well, initially he keeps putting the price up. So this is a bit of a tip. If they confront you, you can get more out of them. <laughs> just, don't settle for $2. Don't, don't settle for $2. I wondered if I'd kept pushing how much I could have gone. But ultimately I kept saying no. And he said, well, man, I just hope you can sleep at night, which I thought was a bit rough. Hmm. And I sleep quite well. Thank you. And do you know how Dom sleeps? Yeah. With the aircon cranked up. <laughs> All year round, which I've mentioned to you a lot of times, Dom, is not good no, for the environment. Only when it's warm. I don't have it cranked up in winter. What did you say to me when I said you shouldn't use the aircon that much? Well, you said, you said one person won't make a difference. <laughs> okay, I did say that. And I stand by that. <laughs>
<laughs> and this is why the vegans hate you. Well, here's the funny thing, right? Is finally this conversation ended, and I was like, uh, I felt a bit bad because he I'd wasted five minutes. Well, I mean, I didn't go up to him, but no. still, five minutes of his time being wasted on a guy he was never going to convert. No. Right? I am the most opposite of him that he could have found. And uh, if if I hadn't made his day bad enough as it was, I was walking back half an hour later, and I'd completely forgotten about the whole incident at this stage. And at this stage, I'm drinking a milkshake. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> And I walk past and it's the same guy and he recognises me again. Now it just looks like you're, you know, <laughs> rubbing salt in the wound. Well, I just had And leave him alone. Well, I didn't, I didn't intentionally walk past him again, but I had him walking past him with a milkshake and he looked at me and said, dairy free. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked at him and I'm like, sorry, mate. <laughs> Not a chance. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Uh, it marks 10 years this year, Dom, since mm. the infamous Corey Worthington MySpace party. Yep. You remember back in 2008, Corey Worthington, 16 years old, mm. uh, makes headlines because he put a party on MySpace. Yep. And um, 500 guests He's showed pe- up through the streets of... Uh, uh, where was he? Nary, Sydney? I think it was Nary Warren, wasn't it? In yep. Melbourne? I, I, Melbourne. I'm pretty sure there was. Uh, they had to get the police helicopter in, which is still one of the best stories in the sense of his parents went away for the weekend. It honestly feels like a Hollywood movie. Probably Tim Allen would play the dad. <laughs> the parents go away for the weekend and the 16-year-old throws a party. Frankie Muniz would play the 16-year-old in this, this film, I'm imagining. Well, it's back in the news, Dom, because someone has set up on Facebook, MySpace's mm biggest rival, <laughs> yep. an event for the 10-year reunion. Mm. Uh, they want to have a 10-year reunion party. It's scheduled for January next year. And yep. already, I think, 10,000 people <laughs> say they're interested in going. It's well, just rising every minute. This feels like we haven't learnt from our mistakes. That's <laughs> 10, right. 10,000 people have clicked attending to the reunion party on Facebook. We're just going to end up in another situation here if we're not careful. Well, it's 10 years later. Yep. You'd think that the world has moved on. But here yes. we are having another Corey Worthington party. I wonder when Corey started that uh, that that event on MySpace ten years ago, if he thought, I reckon in ten years' time people will still be talking about this party. That's how big this party's going to be. But here we are, Zach, and you wonder what else has changed in that time. People are still holding parties on Facebook. People are still rocking those sunglasses. Are go I don't know if we've well, seen those sunglasses in a while. <laughs> I did see similar ones in a Seven Eleven uh, a few weeks ago. But what we thought, mm. is anyone still on MySpace? Well, because that's where this party originated from. It was a MySpace event 10 years on. Now, obviously, we know that MySpace went through some rough years there. Uh, where Tom, its creator, and the page just... Look, it's fair to say Zuckerberg probably got one over them for a while. Uh, Tom sold it. Did he sell it? I yeah, know he Tom responds to everyone on Twitter. And because they all pay oh. out MySpace, and he said, I got out and I made millions of dollars. <laughs> oh, good on Tom. I'm glad to know Tom got a success story. Uh, but I'm not on MySpace. No. You're not on MySpace, Tom. What we're looking for is a MySpace reporter. We want a report of yep. what MySpace is like these days in 2017. My assumption mm. is that it's a ghost town. Well, so 131060. Are you on MySpace? Uh, maybe have you been on MySpace recently, even just for a visit? We realise this might be unlikely. I'm not sure if people still are on MySpace. I know it's gone through numerous reinventions over the years, so I'm not sure what it actually looks like to uh, Would these there days. be enough people on MySpace to even make a top eight list? 
<laughs> That's a good point. They might have had I mean, to half that. Maybe it's your top four friends now because there's only four people on it worldwide. And it would be such a shame as well if only four people were hearing the song you'd put on your profile. And Did you have MySpace? Oh, of course I had MySpace, Zach. And I, I think uh, I went with The Killers as my band. I had that. You know how you had a song when you'd... It was actually quite inconvenient. When you mm. loaded someone's profile, the song would just start playing. Mm. It's quite inconvenient because if you're up in a few profiles and you didn't know where the music was coming from, really a design flaw. But you know what? It was a, a golden time. We're looking for a MySpace reporter. If you are on MySpace, give us a call on 131060. Could we have a MySpace reporter? Is there anyone out there mm. still on MySpace who can give us an update on how MySpace is going? Zach, I like to think of this as kind of like all of humanity, let's say, has moved to a different planet where, and a few have stayed behind. Yep. And we're getting in touch with one of the few who stayed behind to talk to them. What's it like? How is it held up without us? That's what we wanted to do. I cannot believe this. But yes, shocking. I believe we have Lee in Newcastle. Lee... Are you on MySpace? Yeah, I still use MySpace. Well, you uh, uh, do you think you might be the last person in the country, or do you know of a few others? Oh no, I know of a few others. Okay, it's a. I guess it's a, a little um little society out there. And what's maybe, it likely? Has it changed in the last ten years? Do we still have a oh, top friends list? Yeah, it's, no, we don't. It's really different. It's kind of like Tinder. It's like, Tinder? What? What? You, what do you mean? So you swipe left and right? What do you mean it's <laughs> no, like Tinder? You don't, no, no, you don't swipe left and right, but it's, it's used heaps commonly for dating. Oh, it's MySpace. It's is, they tried to update with the times. MySpace. And is it was a good in, idea. It's turned into our space, which is a, <laughs> a, a nice idea. So, Lee, is this like, I mean, we would all remember it for having our favorite song up there, our top friends list. What I, is it? When you log into MySpace, Lee, like when you log into it, what are, what are you fronted with? Are you fronted with messages? Are you fronted with updates from people? What do you see? You see some updates from like the people you have on there, like your top friends and stuff. Yep. And then just like a messenger tab and stuff as well. Yeah, right. Wow. See, Dom... When we were on MySpace, yes. it was a social network. Now, I heard mm. when they relaunched it, it was going to be more about music. Yeah. Now it seems they've gone <laughs> to make it about dating. It just it just changes with the times, whatever it needs to be. It's incredible. Well, uh, Lee, I should ask, because obviously most people listening to this left MySpace behind 10 years ago. Do you think we should all come back? You've, you've been looking at it. You've been there for the whole time. Do you think it's time that Australia readopted it? Yeah, I definitely recommend it. I've had heaps of success from it. Yeah, okay. Heaps of success, um, heaps of relationship success, Lee. Yeah, so, well, not always relationships, but <laughs> okay. I've definitely met some people on there. <laughs> right, okay. Well, <laughs> enough said. Um, well, that's great. That sounds like if Tinder's not working for you, yep. maybe uh, eHarmony hasn't quite worked out, get on MySpace and you get you find love on there, Zach. What, what are you doing on the computer over there, Dom? Have you... <laughs> Have you already signed up? What's going on? Just waiting for my confirmation email and I'm in. <laughs> right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Collective Noun's Out of Context News. Making Out of Context News today, Pauline Hanson can't believe there's a new Star Wars movie coming out. Oh dear, oh dear. Here we go again. It's like 20 years ago. Also, Harry Styles spoke about his Star Wars Lego collection. I feel incredibly lucky to get to play with them every day and uh, yeah, I mean, I was so happy. And Bill Shorten stood up for Darth Vader. I don't think he's a bad man, but I think that um, he's caught between what he used to be and what he is now. This is Collective Noun with Zach.
and Tom. If you've listened to the show before, you know each week we ask, beg, nay, plead for five-star reviews on the iTunes podcast store, a.k.a. the Collective Noun Forum, a.k.a. the happiest place on the internet. And it is so easy to get into the Collective Noun Forum, Zach. All you have to do is search for Collective Noun on iTunes, leave a five-star rating, that's your ticket price into the forum, then you can write whatever you want, and I think you and I would both agree it's a full day of fun that awaits you. Who is frolicking this evening? Well, firstly, frolicking, uh, and that is the choice of verb we do use in the forum, uh, is Fati Maori, who uh, just wants to touch on the irrational fears, the, the childhood fears thing we were talking about last week, Zach. Yep. Just to let us know that the thing that scared them as a kid, and apparently to this day, and I don't have an update on their current age, so we'll just say they're an adult now, is frogs. Which is, uh, look, compared to, I mean, I'm, I'm scared of just about everything, Zach. Are you scared world. of frogs? Frogs aren't on my fear list. Well, there's not many, you know, scary frogs in pop culture, is there? Because no. there's Kermit. I yeah. wouldn't imagine he's too scary. There's, there is a crazy frog. I mean, I, I can imagine that perhaps you don't know what he's going to do next. He's crazy. Uh, yeah, but just because he's crazy doesn't mean he's scary. That's true. Um, but you, I could imagine... He just kid... really loves riding the motorbike. <laughs> Does he ride a motorbike or is think... it an invisible motorbike? Uh, I can't remember the visibility of the motorbike. There is certainly a motorbike involved. Mm. Um, unfortunately, the move away from polyphonic ringtones signaled an end for Crazy Frog's motorbike days. Yep. I mean, they thought that was going to last forever, didn't they? <laughs> they did. and... and they probably picked the wrong <laughs> thing to invest in, really. <laughs> And but isn't that love in general? We always think it's going to last forever. Mm. And unfortunately, just like Crazy Frog, uh, with all of us, it doesn't. Why did that go to love? I'm not sure. You said, just... that it, as if we had been talking about love, That's you said, point. well, isn't that love in general? But you really, it was just mm. like you wanted to talk about love. It did, was, yeah. Is there something you need to talk about, Dom? <laughs> Have it, you had a heartbreaking afternoon? No, look, it did feel like I, I really jammed that into the conversation. Yeah, it was um, weird. I, I was just more just saying that I think Crazy Frog is a great metaphor for human life. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Aren't nothing all... lasts forever. Nothing lasts forever. You, well, there's Robert Frost. Yes. Who writes, nothing gold can stay. <laughs> yep. And I think that was accurately updated. <laughs> By Crazy Frog, who said, yeah. bop, bop. <laughs> and, and words that ring just as true today <laughs> as they did 10 years ago. Do you know what? And, and sometimes in life, when you're riding that motorcycle, you think this mm. will last forever. This road right. is endless, and this the fuel in this bike will but never run dry. what you don't know is no. that polyphonic uh, ringtones <laughs> yep. don't last forever, mm. and just around the corner, they <laughs> were going to be non-existent. I do like to think, though, that somewhere in a retirement village, He's, he's riding a mobility scooter, Crazy yeah. Frog. Well, you know how you go into retirement villages yeah. now mm. and you'll put on the old Frank Sinatra records? <laughs> we will definitely, <laughs> when we are in retirement villages, <laughs> we're going to be like, and there's one from our childhood and on comes the Crazy Frog. We won't have a uh, record player, though. No. We'll just have a uh, flip phone That's, <laughs> yes. that will open up and Crazy Frog will play out of it. Come on, Jimmy, put on Grandpa's favourite song from his youth. <laughs> We move on to AJAKDY, uh, Zach, who just wants to say, what a coincidence that apparently my birthday is one day after theirs. How did they figure out your birthday? We, oh, we must have spoken about my birthday. Must yeah, but it was, you know, it was kind of a week away from it. I think I might have said it was on AFL Grand Final Day at some stage. Did I'm you? not sure. <laughs> I don't I, think you said it on the radio. <laughs> maybe I didn't. I don't know. Well, my birthday is September 30, just uh, being uh, and went. Again. Well, I mean. He's trying to wedge it in there. All I'd say is if you do want to put that in your calendars and, you know, make sure that you get an alert next year to send no, your we birthday did. message. We did talk about did it. Because we? we spoke about how our birthdays were a month apart. That's right. Yes, yeah. we did too. Well, so AJA KDY must be a September 29 birthday, which is uh, an equal. 
equally good time to have a birthday. There's a lot of September, late September babies. Oh, get out. There is. It's very popular. I'm unique and special. You're not telling me otherwise. I don't, I don't, I didn't go to school with anyone else. No. So there's one girl who had the same birthday as me. It's September 30. Yeah. Amy was What, in your grade of what, a hundred people? No, like uh, in all the people I knew. <laughs> in all the people I knew, there was one other. So. Well, I think September is very popular. Is that in because general. of the, the nine months post summer holidays? Is that uh, the idea? I don't know why. But I would assume, this is my assumption, Mm. is that um, people decide to have a baby in the new year. Right. And then so early in the year, or in the holidays, they've got a lot of time on their hands. I'm not sure which one it is. Well, AJA KDY just has a a question about our friendship, Zach, and to do with my birthday. They just want to know, what, Zach, did you actually get me for my birthday? Um, Because obviously, we mentioned before the we went on a a brief break that you'd got me a vegan T-shirt. Very generous. With a vegan slogan of, not your mum, not your milk on it. Yep. Have Um, you worn it? I've worn it as a pyjama shirt. Right. So you didn't wear it outside. It's not a pyjama shirt. It's a classy... Classy shirt. Oh, is it for formal events? Yeah, it's black and white. <laughs> formal t-shirt. Uh, well, no, I, I don't think I can be seen outside in that slogan. I think that would be quite damaging for the right. the, the dairy brand. Do you know what I mean? So you haven't been to any rallies? No, no, I, I'm yet to do that. Well, AJ Katie Y says, surely Zach couldn't have just gotten you the, the vegan t-shirt. Well, what did he actually get? You? Are you serious? It's the thought that counts, and I put a lot of thought into that. Did you? Yeah, of well, course I did. Well, I had to go to a special store. <laughs> I know the store you went to. It's like three minutes drive from your house. Uh, Be honest with me. It also does juices. Did you get a juice or a coffee while you no, were there? I didn't. It was a just, single trip. Okay. All right. So you, you did go out with the sole intention of buying me a gift. That's correct. Well, that's kind of you. I and I wrapped that. it. It was nicely wrapped. It was relatively nicely wrapped. Uh, so what more do you want? I, I feel like you're asking a lot. <laughs> this isn't me. This is AJA Katie Weiser. Yeah, and that sounds like your pseudonym. <laughs> Well, they're just saying uh, they wanted to know how good of a friend you are. I'm a great friend. They wanted to judge that. <laughs> well, they wanted to judge that by your gift giving. But yeah. you know well, what? I will not be judged by my gifts. I just want to bring up that it was your wife, Sarah's birthday over the weekend just gone, yeah. uh, late last week. And you made the comment last week that you'd bought far too many presents Yeah, I got her. carried away. You got carried away, bought her a lot of lovely gifts. Well, the problem, that's not a problem. Mm. The thing was, I had a lot of presents on the line. Yep. You know, out in the ether. Right, I see. And there was one coming from America. Yeah. There was one that I was buying on Gumtree. Sure. And I didn't think, I thought like surely percentage game, yeah. they're not all going to pull off. Yeah. But they did. <laughs> and so, you know, I was swimming in gifts. So how many, just out of curiosity, gifts did you have in the ether for me? <laughs> because there was a moment when, you know, you're talking about how many, and I understand the the bond between husband and wife or yep. a married partner. It's, it's a beautiful bond and perhaps some would argue more special than the bond you and I share, Zach. Yeah, no, well, I think it pretty accurately <laughs> represents the difference in the relationships. <laughs> None of her gifts were ironic uh, slogans uh, about an It was not ironic. Well, I saw that and I thought of you. Well, I'm just, uh, I, I stand by the statement that, you know, it wouldn't have gone amiss to have maybe some... Okay, did I get card? any of her presents from a fruit store? No. <laughs> Is that what you want to hear? <laughs> yeah, look, that, that'll do. And it just shows me that I've got one more year now. In fact, no, not one more year. I've got two and a half months to get a great Christmas gift out of you. I just got to... What? Why are we saying I had a bad gift? Well... It was a good gift. It was about the things you love. Milk. It was against the things I love. Yeah, but it was in the right realm. <laughs> but that's it's like, the right genre. No, no, no. That's like saying someone who's like, let's say, a big Queensland fan of the state of origin yeah. and you bought them a New South Wales jersey. Yeah, well, they got close. <laughs> Hey, you got the right sport. It's the opposite from the thing I love. Um, it's a shirt. You wear shirts. I've noticed that. But it's also making a political statement I don't really want to You like make. politics. 
All right, it was a good gift. You've told me you've told me stories about vegans before. Yes. So these are all ticking all the boxes. I don't. I, I think it's so audacious of you to come on to here yeah. to write a fake review and criticise <laughs> my present giving. I should not have had my hopes high. But look, thank you, AJ. What I were you hoping for? What would you hope oh, for? A know, picture Zach. of both of us, <laughs> arm in arm, and I say thanks for the great year of doing radio, Dom. <laughs> What you want from I me? I don't know. Maybe, Is that maybe, what you want from me? Like maybe a video montage to Green Day's <laughs> time of your life. Just shots of us doing the radio show together and that <laughs> going for lunches and breakfast. That would have been, was that too much to ask? Uh, yes, yeah. that is too much. <laughs> well, until then, I'll just uh, go with my vegan t-shirts. Uh, but thank you, AJAKDY, for the review and for getting in touch. If you'd like to get onto the Collective Noun forum as well, all you have to do is search for Collective Noun on iTunes. Leave a five-star rating as your admission price. Write whatever you want, and uh, we'll read it out next time on the show. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun. With Zach and Dom. Turn a song into a segment. Dom, we don't think the songs do enough work on FM radio. Mm. We don't think we hear enough from them. No. So we thought, could we take one of the hits around at the moment and by just adjusting one or two words, Mm. could we turn a song into a radio segment? And tonight, Zach, we have taken, I reckon, probably the biggest song of the past few months. This one by Pink. What about Trump? And we've given it a little bit of a public transport theme with this one. What about bus. 13.10.60. Are you on a bus? That's what we want to do right now, Zach, because it occurred to us as we were listening to this classic hit by Pink that we've had people call us from cars, from Ubers, from taxis. We've had people call us from boats before, but we've never had a call from a bus. And I think buses have been left out. Oh, so because much. Because a lot like Pink's song, What About Us, Yep. we want to know... What about bus? We want to include buses into the radio landscape. Now, we, let, let's be real for a minute. We realise there are some barriers, some hurdles. Well, I've never been on a bus when I've heard the radio. No. That's, that's the biggest hurdle. Yeah, that is a hurdle. You would need to be, you need to have a little portable radio with you. Or you could be it. listening on your phone on a bus. Or Potentially. maybe the bus driver's playing the um, radio <laughs> loudly. Or yeah. maybe you are a bus driver. That's it. Maybe you're a bus driver, you've just dropped off the last passenger, and this is your chance to let the radio boom out because there's no one on board the bus. However, yeah. looking on the 131060 at the moment, yes. it doesn't seem like there's many people <laughs> <laughs> that fall into any of those categories. Well, I'd love to know how close we could get. Maybe you've just gotten off a bus a few minutes ago. Perhaps you're, you're usually a bus driver, but you've got the night off. How close can we get as a radio show, Zach, to somebody listening to it on a bus? I would love to make radio history... Yes. And broadcast a phone call from a bus. That would be amazing. But I'm not sure if we can do it. Well, I, I think it might be unlikely, but just like in Pink's song, where she so earnestly sings, What About Us, Zach? We're going to do our very best tonight. What about bus? Oh, we have Lockie in Melbourne. Lockie, are G'day, you mate. on a bus? No, I'm actually not on a bus. I'm on a train. On a train. How are you listening to the to the radio, Lockie? On a, on a train, mate. I've got you. I've got you plugged in uh, uh, to the headset. Right. Well, do we accept that, Dom? I guess some well, people call trains I mean, the buses of the railway. Well, are you saying, Lockie, we should? I think it's harder to listen to it on a train than a bus. That is it true. Is, it is, but it just doesn't fit this segment, Zach. When we <laughs> no doubt use a song by the band Train what and do we're what about do, trains, Lockie? Is we're going to take your number down. <laughs> In a couple of weeks' time, when we do Are You Listening on a Train, we'll give you a call. <laughs> We've got Travis, who is around Albury. Now, Travis, could you be the golden chalice we're looking for? Are you listening on a bus? 
We are on a bus. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, oh, come have, on. Could this be the first radio call from a bus? Travis, what sort of bus are you on? What's the situation? Well, uh, we're on a V-line. We're going towards Sydney. We've just left Melbourne. We're in, currently in Albury at the moment. So, Travis, this is a non-commuter bus. This is a like a Greyhound bus. This is like a Greyhound bus. Yeah. Oh, who are you on with? Uh, a few of the lads. We're just having a good time, enjoying our way. Yeah. Yeah. The, lads. the lads are on the I bus. I was hoping we'd get a call from the lads <laughs> so, tonight. So was I. And Travis, you got the radio booming around the bus? Yes, we do. Oh, it's good stuff. Flat out, flat out. Good stuff. Oh, well, Dom, yeah. have you seen what I've just seen come through on the line? <laughs> I could think this I have. be true? How could we go further than a bus passenger? <laughs> well, this is incredible if this is what I believe it is. We are doing what about bus? That's what we want to know. We are you sitting on a bus? From Travis. Mm. On a bus, but how could you go one better? Well, Tina in Sydney, Tina, am I reading this correctly? Are you a bus driver? Correct. And you're oh, hold on, Tina wait, wait. The bus driver. Hold on, Zach. Tina, are you currently driving a bus? I've just dropped my last passenger off. I'm about to go back to the depot and fill my bus up. Oh, oh, Tina. What a night this is. Have you got? Have you had the radio blasting through the bus all night or have you just put it on with the last passenger leaving? No, I have it on. I actually listen to you guys all week. Oh, thank oh, you, Tina. Thank you, Tina, the bus driver. <laughs> well, bus this driver is, woman. It's what we exactly, uh, what we were hoping for, Zach, that perhaps out there there are people listening on a bus what, who we can talk to. What's the report from tonight, Tina? Was it a, uh, a good shift? Yeah. yeah, no, awesome. It's always all good. I don't have drama. No, dra- no, no drama. drama on Tina's bus. No. <laughs> Everyone says that. Never any drama. Never any fuss with Tina. Well, thank you so much, Tina, Zach. And you know what? <laughs> There's never any drama. Never any fuss. No. Not on Tina's bus. Sounds like a That's TV show. That's the ode that everyone takes as they stand on with <laughs> hand over heart. Tina, if we made that slogan up for you in a nice little lay for laminated piece of paper, would you stick that on your bus? Well, if they'd let me, it'd be all good. Yeah, well, I'm sure they'll let you, Tina. <laughs> we'll twist their arm. Well, Zach, people listening on buses, we've had people from the buses call up. Does it get any better than this on FM radio? I think um, buses have had their time in the sun, Dom. Yep. And they're going to rise up now. Yeah, and next week, what about trains? <laughs> we've locked it in early. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Seems legit. The way this works, Dom, is you have to pick the real from the ripoff. This week's mm. genre is movie. So I'm going to read out some bootlegs. Okay. From that title, Dom, yep. you have to tell me what movie was the bootleg ripping off. Okay, so these are like the, the cheap DVDs that you can get overseas, that sort of a um, remake of movies. Is this like wrongly spelt movies or actual remakes? Um, I guess remakes. Remakes, okay, right, with it. Uh, the first one, the title is Chop, Kick, Panda. <laughs> and the mighty warrior Zebo grew tired of Bali and unleashed the white-hot fury of a thousand suns. That's a grab from the movie? That's a grab from the movie. Chop, yeah. Kick, Panda. Chop, Kick, Panda. Um, <laughs> when did that get released? Do you know what the budget was? Any, any info about it's that It's an one? animation. An animation? And the animation wasn't that, that bad. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm going to say it's obviously Kung Fu Panda. Correct. I mean... <laughs> That uh, I would hope it gets a little harder than that, potentially. Uh, judging from the YouTube comments, that one's actually not that bad. Okay. Right. Well, that's a look smarter then, then to have, have just decided we can do the same movie and people will watch it. Uh, you said, will it get harder than that? No. <laughs> the second one. Yep. The Da Vinci Treasure.
told you I'd be here for the payoff. <laughs> That's from the trailer, Dom. What movie is that ripping off? <laughs> That's I'll give you a clue. <laughs> it doesn't have Tom Hanks in this one. They couldn't but get the Hanks. original did. They couldn't get Hanks. Yeah. That's a shame. Well, um, well, it's the Da Vinci Code, of Correct. course. Um, but but that sounds like they might actually have the exact same plot. Uh, pretty similar. Right. That one had a lot of dislikes on YouTube, though, so <laughs> I'm not sure if Wait, it was as good as Chopkick Panda. Uh, the whole film's on YouTube or just the trailer? Uh, just the trailer. Because okay. <laughs> I, I thought I might have some entertainment after the show tonight. Uh, our last bootleg, Dom, you got to guess the real from the rip-off. Yep. Uh, snakes on a train. <laughs> snakes on a train. There are snakes on our train car. <laughs> it's always amazing when they say the title of the film in dialogue. It's what you, all the great films have that. What don't do you they? think Snakes on a Train is a rip-off of? Oh boy. I mean Moulin Rouge. That, I think they've only changed one <laughs> syllable. And it's a rhymes with. Um, well, it's snakes on a plate, isn't it? Correct, Dom. Well done. Oh, you wow. know your movies. You know your bootlegs. I had no idea that it was that easy to get around copyright. That surprises <laughs> me. I'm not sure it is. <laughs> I think those companies might uh, exist in international waters. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom, there have been some accusations of some infidelity amongst our group, uh, some unfaithfulness. Uh, on this program, yeah. it's you and I, Dom. Yes, I thought is. that we were exclusive. Well, I thought when you came on to Collective Noun, yep. that was the only radio show you were doing. Now, can I just clear up, before we go any further on this, there was never a ceremony where we said vows to each other. Everyone was... understands what it means to be on a radio uh, show together. Do they? Yes. I, it's very, it's established in society. Okay. You don't go on other shows. Well, I know where you're going with this. Uh, I I have made a mistake today then. I might have slipped up. Well, what we're talking about is the radio station SEN in Melbourne, the sports station. Sports talk. Had a caller this (laughs) afternoon talking about the Brisbane Lions in the AFL. And (laughs) it wasn't Dom Faye. Or at least we were led to believe it wasn't Dom Faye. However, the voice sounded very familiar. Yeah, okay. I... Okay, should we play the audio first, and then I'll come and explain myself? Let's play the audio, aired this afternoon on Mm. SEN, uh, of Pete from Brisbane. (laughs) Pete's next in Brisbane. G'day, Pete. Hey, guys. Uh, I'm just trying to get my head around this loophole, because Hawthorne still have to agree to a trade uh, for the Lions to get Hodge. Otherwise, he's got to go to the draft. That's correct, isn't it? Yeah, spot on, Craig. But the the thing that happens... Oh, sorry. Yeah, it was Pete or Craig? Uh, Pete. 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 Sorry, Pete. Uh, is it Pete or Craig? <laughs> no, I don't think it's either of those. That sounds to me like one dumb fate. Okay, well, I don't know how you've stumbled upon this. Uh, I, we I, go deeper. What do you mean we go? Can I explain proof, that first? The proof goes further. Okay. Wait, wait are you admitting that that was you? Because uh, well, I have further proof that it is you. Okay, all right. We not? have been alluded to a footy forum, oh, an you? AFL forum where they are discussing this. Oh, now, well, Dom, this... obviously you're known in uh, Brisbane Lions circles because you're the MC at the sporting ground. Yeah, I do, I do a bit of work with the Brisbane Lions. Uh, this was on a Lions forum. Yes. A talkback caller came on, Bris- uh, came on from Brisbane <laughs> called Steve, if I recall co- correctly. No, it wasn't Steve. It wasn't Craig. Yeah. It wasn't Pete. Uh, But I would say 100% it was Dom Faye I can't miss that voice They cut him off before he could get into his question 
Uh, and then the announcer kept rambling on. And then someone else said, yeah, thought it. Uh, yeah, sorry. Thought that as well. Why not call in as Dom? Now, there's so many questions yeah. here. Firstly, okay. why did you cheat okay. on our radio show? <laughs> okay. And secondly, why did you well, change your name? You obviously knew it was a problem if you changed your name. You're yes. snooping around. Yeah. You've got different phones. You're not letting me look at your text <laughs> messages. There's something sus going on, and I think you're cheating on us. <sighs> okay. All right. It is just to briefly delve into this. I'm going to say it was me. Okay. I put my hand oh, up. Well, that's heartbreaking. <laughs> I've made a mistake. I've made a mistake, Zach. What I'm at home say? in this radio studio. <laughs> Slaving over the show, <laughs> trying to do my best to do a show for you and I. I'm working together for our future. Okay. And you go down to Melbourne on yeah. some sports station. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I, and I, you just go on there well, and what, you think you can just be a caller and it will mean nothing? I, 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 it was just one phone call. No, I, that's, I, that's rubbish. No, I saw online. Once a they, caller, always a caller. I saw online they were talking about a trade scenario with the Brisbane Lions. And I don't want excuses. Just, I don't want I, excuses. I don't want to know I the details. I didn't want you to find out like this, Zach. I'm sorry. I don't know what to say. I'm, I, I'm sorry. Well, I just don't know who you are anymore. Are you Craig? Are you Pete? <laughs> This isn't the Dom I asked to be a part of my radio show with. Well, I thought we were in this together. Well, but now it, I don't know. Okay, well, it's a fair point. I, I suppose that I thought the sports talk back, uh, for me to fit into sports talk back, I had to take on an alter, an alter ego. It wasn't my strength. It wasn't my forte. So I chucked on a name. I uh, put on a, a trench coat and I snuck into a, a motel room and made a phone call. Yeah, I know we've and been I'm in sorry, a rut. I know we've been in a rut. It's been rough lately. But people, I'd rather I, that you just spoke to me about it. I know people might not know this listening in, but we've been seeing someone together. We've been trying to work on it. Yeah, but, we've uh, been doing couples counselling. We have been. And I'm sorry that this had to come up like this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I'd I'm, like for you to promise that it will never happen again and that you won't be in contact with mm. any sports radio programs. <laughs> delete well, them. Delete the number. I'm not deleting. Delete num the number. Oh. Delete the number. All right. I promise you I will delete their number from my phone and I will remain faithful to this radio show going forward. Yeah, let's try to make it work for <laughs> our kid, producer Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I had to end on a somewhat somber note there, but I feel we've made progress in our relationship tonight, Zach. Yeah, I don't good. really want to talk about it. Let's just, <laughs> let's just wrap it up. If you want to hear the full show back, search for Going to Down on iTunes. You can get the podcast there. We'll see you tomorrow night. Bye. Oh, yeah. That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.